What's up, Frigid? Hi, Kelly. Love your name. Winter's here, sadly. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm from Minnesota originally. Love mm -hmm. Minnesota and the States. Can't survive that anymore. Well, I live in a part of the country that I didn't know had winter because I hate winter. So my first winter here, I mean, granted, it's not as bad as where I'm from, but my first winter here, I said, what is this? I didn't move here for this. And I'm reminded every year of what has happened. Yeah. I Well, people like I live, I'm in the Pacific Northwest now and people are like, it's so cloudy in the Pacific Northwest. And I'm like, have you been to the Midwest? <laughs> like, yeah. In the winter. The sun the does winter. not shine. It's yeah. weird. At least at least it's sunny here, frigid but sunny. The sun is a it's it's a big deal. It's yeah. quite generous to give to have sun. Yeah. All right, my friend, what's up? How are you doing? Um, not great. Um, so last coaching I uh was um with Jess and I had given the update that my practice shut down abruptly about three weeks ago without any notice to me or the staff. Um we just had lunchtime meetings that practice is closed, you're out of business, you know, you have no job, like, go home. Um, and this happened right after my board's collection period. So this has been um, pretty impactful in many ways, because obviously I was not expecting to have to scramble to find another job. Um, and so I'm, you know, so it's been about three weeks now, and I'm just feeling very discouraged, very multifactorial. Um, you know, I need to try to find a job in town so that I can appeal to the board and still sit for my boards. Uh, but then I also need to find like a longer term job just because uh, what's available now in town is not anything I'd stay for long term. Um, when I had called the board in September and said, hey, my group's in bankruptcy, like it may close. They were supportive and said just keep doing what you're doing you've completed the process um let us know if things change and now when I'm calling them they're saying oh this is your fault for not leaving sooner and I said how can this be my fault I stayed because you told me to stay so I could meet the requirements um and also I'm not an owner I had no idea that this was going to happen right um, right you're blaming the employee like yeah no because um, again that's, in September no, that's not how it works yeah, like in September, they sounded like they would help me. And now he's saying, well, you may have to start all over again. And I'm just like, I, I literally stayed in the job that was not paying me so I could meet all the requirements. Like, how could you ask me to start all over? Um, uh, and even now, like, you know, with the jobs in town, I mean, pe people have known the senior partner for many years. So I guess they've like, heard all the rumors, which I was not privy to as an out-of-state person, but I'm just feeling, and I've like brought this up before with like this other interview that I had, that I'm sort of damaged goods now, where now it used to be when I sent my CV, I would at least get a phone call of like, hey, who are you? What's your story? Why, why are you interested? Now I'm getting, yeah, great. Send us your CV. It'd be great to talk to you. And then silence. And then when I continue to follow up, oh, we're going to go with other applicants. So I just feel like now I'm sort of tainted from these, like, almost short job stints, which ended due to no fault of my own. And then now this, like, confounding situation of 
maybe I can be board certified this summer, maybe I can. Where I almost feel like now no one wants to touch me with a 10-foot pole. And it's not very nice because I know I'm a good surgeon, I'm a good doctor, I'm like fun to be around. Um, and I know this is all situational, but I don't feel like anyone's giving me a chance to even explain the situation and try to recover from all this. Yeah. Um, can you just detail question before we get onto the, yeah. you calling yourself damaged goods, <laughs> which we could probably work yeah. on. <laughs> um, do you have a cover letter that explains it all? So it's not just like this date here, this date here, this date here, but like a cover letter yeah. saying you're going to, this is what you're going to see. Like you create the narrative. Yeah. So I wasn't sure, um, what to do because one of the jobs I'm applying for I did talk to them last night and I'm not really pleased with my response to why I'm looking for a job now say they require a cover letter I was debating like how much detail I go into up front because it literally sounds like a hot mess right so I have like two between two things I'm debating about just temporarily so I can take my board so do I say in the cover letter that like hey, my group went bankrupt and they closed and I need to stay here until the summer and I'm going to take a temporary job for six months until I can take my boards, maybe, and then I'd be so happy to join your practice. I wasn't sure, you know, like, how much You, you could massage that. Yeah. Um, and then last night, you know, I was, I didn't tell them the details of what was going on and I was like, after I gave my response, I was like, you know, I wonder if they can tell if I'm not being totally upfront. So I wasn't like happy about how I portrayed that, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think any negotiation is like what they want and what you want and, yeah. and, and what they, they call it a want match. Right. It's just like yeah. an objective way to look at this because you're kind of coming in, you're already coming in shrouded in like, I'm a, I'm damaged goods. Right. Which if yeah. that's, the, if that's the belief, you're going to project that likely sub likely subconsciously unless you are like oh no that's conscious it is conscious which is why I wanted to talk about it today because I not that I felt that I was doing it intentionally last night but I felt like maybe it would have come off and I didn't like that um and you know there's like some other jobs like other places I have lived before where I had some connection to the job and the again the initial response was enthusiasm and then after the CV it's like oh, we're going to go with somebody else. So I'm like, dang, I even have like a connection to you in this place and you won't even talk to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, and I think, you know, part of it is just asking them up front, like, yeah. what do you guys want? Is, is that something that, that, thank you so much. Is that something that you actually like, no, you know, are they looking, we need somebody that's only long-term. That's good to know ahead of time. Um, sorry, you just cut out for a second there. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the question is like... Sorry, I didn't hear what you said. I cut out yeah, for a second. In, in figuring out what they want. Yeah. Is that... Well, is I that mean, so like last night I talked to... No, sorry, you can go ahead. I think you cut out again, so I didn't hear uh, that last part. Yeah, no, I don't know if it's, are you on a cell? I don't know if that's what's happening. Yeah, but um, I will be on the cell soon. So. Oh, cool. No, it's just figuring yeah. out what they want. Right. And like, can you match, can you provide what they want? And and asking that up front, as blunt as it sounds, 
is certainly better than you being like, and then they didn't call me. It's like, did you even know what they want? Like, did you know what they wanted? Mm -hmm. And trying to figure I out, mean, like, is this a want match? Yeah, I mean, for the place that I used to live, I did tell them, hey, I live down here. I was in practice. I'd love to come back. It wasn't anything more formal than that. Mm -hmm. um, and in the place I talked to last night, it actually turns out what I'm looking for is the type of applicant they're looking for. And so I thought it went well until the question of, well, why are you looking right now? Um, and that's when I tried to not give all the details and maybe fumbled. And I was like, mm, I hope they still review my application after this. Right. Well, I mean, that's good um, to know, right? Like, this is just a learning experience of like, hey, I need to dial in the answer to that question because I fall apart when I got asked that. Not that I'm yeah. saying you fell apart, but like, you know, right. to be like, I, I'm going to plan what my responses are going to be. And that might include, I'm happy to discuss this more if you feel like you need more information about that. Oh, interesting. Like, you know, it's not like a turn off to tell them that right away. No. It, it, I think it's almost okay. like it's almost like wonderfully professional, right? Of like, that's that's the short story. Happy to elaborate if you need more information. Oh, I see. Why? So you're saying give some information, but hey, if you want more elaboration, let me know. Yeah, totally. Because then you're not you're not like I'm going to oh, overshare all the details because I think they really need to know this. Like they probably yeah. don't. Yeah. But you're also okay, showing like you're also showing your interest in like if you need more info, let me know. But got it. Okay. Um, yeah, because like I said, in town, um, everyone knows because I've told them the issue is there's just not a good long term stable job open in town right now. That's 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 a temporary problem. Yeah. Um temporary, although you know, it's amazing the financial consequences when you leave as a physician because obviously since the practice is closed I'm like on the hook for tail insurance and then um, my two options for short term are to join a group where I could quickly start seeing my patients again where the previous surgeon said she would rather redo her boards than ever work for that group again <laughs> or <laughs> try to set myself up solo temporarily um, I'm feeling, you know, long-term options. I have to not portray myself as damaged goods. And then short-term, there's this difficult decision of, you know, do you work for a terrible group where there may be legal issues in a year? Or do you try to, like, set it up on your own? Um, you know, how will, how will that affect patient care and follow-up and all that stuff? So I feel like it's been very multifactorial and discouraging. Yeah. Can you locums? And still take boards? What's that? Oh, locum? Yeah. Um, so, no. Um, so I have to be able to follow my patients. And because I'm in a big city, they don't have a locum to need here. Um, one option, though, is to set myself up solo and do locums like one week a month to support my income. Okay. Um, or brainstorming. Or, or you could find a long-term locums. That could be your short-term solution. Yes. Um, again, they don't have anything. Yeah, they don't have anything for the town again, just because it's like a very saturated big city. Um, uh, but that, that would have been like a great option, you know, with the 
setting yourself up solo again because there was no uh, advance notice here. Um, there's the issue of, you know, will all the board's patients follow up if I'm not on the insurance plans yet? Or do I suck it up, join this like potentially shady person who will allow me to see patients right away and then just deal with whatever the consequences are whenever I want to leave? Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, there's there's no wrong answer. I know you. Th- I know we all think there is a wrong answer. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, are we sure about that? Um, oh, maybe maybe going and being a barista for eleven dollars an hour is the wrong answer. But um, yeah, I mean, it, really, it's like, do you do you, your goal? If I understand it, is to be board certified. Yes. Right, and so it's like okay. Yeah. That more than like the town, more than the whatever, like that's we want to be both. Yeah. And then yeah. it kind of because kind of like you know, there there's almost like too many options in in the same setting as like not the perfect option, right? And so yeah. it's like, how do you yeah. get clarity? You get clarity by like, what do I really want? I really want to be board certified. Mm-hmm. Okay, does that help? Yeah. Does that help narrow it down? Right. Um, well, so one of the options in town fell through today, so that makes it a little bit easier. We're, we're narrowing it down. Yeah. Um, it's unfortunate that it fell through, but honestly, it wasn't such a great option. Anyway. There's no perfect. There's legit no perfect option. Yeah, I think... Um, the other twist to this is because the board said they can't give me an answer for a few months on whether or not they'd let me sit. Cause if they're going to tell me, no, you're out of luck, then you know what? I'll just look for a long-term job and like start over or do whatever I have to, but they're kind of stringing me along and saying, we can't tell you until the spring, if you're actually going to be eligible with like your situation. Um, because then it's like, well, do I want to risk, um, working with the shady person who has sued everybody who left um, only to be told that no. I can't take the board. <laughs> I, the, coaching is not us telling people what to do. However, I know. however, I, know. I have a, some experience. Do not tie know. yourself to the dude who sues all the people when they leave. Do not do that. Oh. Okay. Um, Because obviously I'm going through that with my group right now and I find it exhausting and I don't want to do it again in a year. Just whatever you do, just don't go into bed with that guy. That guy's, that guy's so Yeah, see, um, with that guy. Yeah, um, it's funny because the last coaching, I was like, you know, I looked at the contract from him and it's not as shady as I thought it was. Maybe he just has a bad reputation. But then I had called, talked to that other surgeon and then I looked at the contract in detail and I was like, oh, this is not good. None of this is good. People don't change. <laughs> Some people yeah, I change. guess the only Some thing people is change. Is, yes. Very few. Not when they're 65, I guess. I but know. when they're 65, <clears throat> I would not be having as strong of opinion if I um, did personal experience with a similar scenario. 
And the young surgeons just Side keep note. young the young surgeons just keep yeah. joining saying, but they seemed nice to me. Yeah. Um, it's actually, I mean, just a side note, not to like get off track. It's actually very sad that that's what the reality is once you get out. Like, I never, like, I support all doctors. Like, I wouldn't ever sue another doctor. I wouldn't expect them to sue me either. And it's like, this is what happens. Oh, yeah. But then you have the people who are like, it's just business. And you're like, I will never, yeah. I will never understand that. That's how you right. justify it to sleep at night. Fine. Yeah. That's not my moral code. Right. Um, I'm with you on that. Um. Where it's, it is business, but it's more than just business. Yeah. Like there's a layer of perfect, you know, live and let live sort of thing. But I think we're narrowing it down. Maybe don't join that guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess with him, the benefit is I can bill under the practice until I'm like recredentialed with the insurance companies, which also side note, I'm the same doctor. Why does it matter where I'm practicing? You have to start like the insurance all over again. Um, Dude, the bureaucracy is real. Yeah, and um, I don't see that know, going away. I'm right, not any probably never. The insurance, um, is, the insurances just want you to to. They just want to not give you money. This is just another yeah. way for them to do that. Right. Um. They just give to their CEO instead. Um. You know. Because you I could build. Yeah. Yes. Sixty-two million dollars for the United CEO. There you go. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah. If I work for him, I can bill under the practice, meaning I can get my board patients in very quickly. They could be seen under insurance. Um, and then I think it also makes operating easier because then you're an in-network surgeon. Um, versus if I go solo, there may be a few months gap. Um, and I, I think a lot of them would maybe pay out of pocket or I could waive it like a couple of times. But then I think the issue becomes if you need a surgery and you're out of pocket, you're not at a network and you're losing patients that way, I think that's what's concerning to me boards wise from a board that cannot give me an answer if any of this plan will be approved. That's the other thing. It, yeah. it, it, my question is, can the board put it in writing that they will let you know by April 1st or make a date? Because they've already shown that they're a little waffly already. Yeah. Um, they said the meetings in April, they could try to push it up to January, but I would ideally like to start working in the next two weeks, just so I don't have like such a gap in patient care. Mm -hmm. Um, but they can't tell me in the next two weeks. It'd be nice if they could Which I don't understand. What's that? It'd be nice if they could put it in writing that they could tell you. I think, January. yes, I think what I will do is, um, cause I want to meet with the director again and just say, Hey, these are the job options. Am I really going to take a job with someone who sues everyone just to take this test um, and then maybe put like that summary email together. Yeah. And you don't even have to say it like that of like, I am not moving forward yeah. with, with career decisions because of the unknown. Can you help me gain some clarity? Oh, I like that. I like you that. Don't, you don't have to okay. put the 65 year old guy in down. the conversation. <laughs> Can you help me gain some clarity? Uh, um. Yeah, um, I like that. This is this is like the things where, where it's like the Instagram and the I mean the millennials and boomers like tell each other how to talk to each other. I know. Can I just text the board? <laughs> Can I just text the board? Um, well, that's why I didn't understand. Is 
Well, that's what I understand is like when I filed my first appeal, like last year, when my group hadn't done my paperwork, he said, oh, I'll go ask the credentialing committee and let you know. And 10 days later, he said, hey, the credentialing committee didn't approve. You have to wait till next year. So I was very surprised when I said, can you ask the credentialing committee? Oh, we're not asking them until April. I was like, you got me an answer in 10 days last time. Tell them, remind them of that guy. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't make board board people do things, but it's like, dude, you're, you are trying to make big employment decisions. Um, I mean, I, I think the other thing, just looking yeah. at like your goals to get board certified, should you hang a, sing, a shingle and go mm -hmm. solo temporary? My advice, mm -hmm. just having done, like I, I'm, I have been private practice my whole career. It's very expensive to start mm -hmm. that stuff up. Very expensive. And I'm like, if that's, if oh, you yeah, don't know yeah. that you want to be a solo surgeon in that town for a long time, you're just going to be writing a bunch of checks. Um, um, I already talked to another surgeon in town who says I can rent space from him and like use his staff and stuff. But just to get insurance credentialing going, you're talking months. Oh, okay. That's not great. I actually um, am supposed to talk to, there was another surgeon who did that also temporarily when his practice closed with this guy as well. So I asked him if we could meet to talk about it. Um, again, if my practice had done the right thing and given like the 30 days notice or the 60 days notice, whatever you're supposed to give for your patients, could have had something set up, but it's like starting now three weeks after they've closed the practice. Yeah. Yeah. No. And it, believe me, I'm not one to discourage people from going into private practice, but I'm like, if you're doing it yeah. as a stopgap measure, it's probably your most expensive mm -hmm. thing to do and inefficient. I guess. Okay. Because you got to um, wait for insurance just, to get insurance on all these people. Yeah. Who will probably not come and see you unless you're in their insurance network. And, and now it's right. June. Right. Like okay. it takes months to onboard insurance. I guess that was my thought of maybe doing locums because then I could support myself like one week a month and maybe I don't have a salary, but maybe it covers my overhead. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but I know it also, because I know someone who did that, but she's also rural, which is like a lot less expensive than the big overpriced city I'm in. <laughs> right. Uh, um. Yeah, and if patients have options, like, well, I can't go to her yeah. anymore, so I'm just going to go to Peter. Versus your, if you've nailed the market in a rural town, and you need your appendix True. out, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Well, my patients keep emailing me, "When can we see you again?" And it's like, well, you can see me. I just, oh, it may have to be out of pocket. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're not understanding that the practice is closed and I can't see them. So they're like, hey, when can we make an appointment? Are you open somewhere else yet? It's like constant. It's very nice. And I appreciate yeah. that. But I'm like, no, I'm nowhere yet. <laughs> can you, do you have a practice that you could do cash? I don't think so. Um, just because everyone has like seen me under insurance and we took some insurances that like other places in town didn't. So I have some patients that could see me cash, but I think most would probably not. But what about new patients? Like, do you have a cat? Like, so, I mean, some surgeons are, they're doing like 
triple aortic bifem pat like nobody can pay cash for a sixty thousand dollar surgery right right but like some surgeons are like yeah i'm yeah. just i'm hand i'm oh. cash yeah i just do sex med and hormones and botox injections like <laughs> I, I think the cash-based model um, yeah was, i would say if i just charge like, the surgeon fee it's not terrible Yeah, um, I've actually, my surgical fees are not incredibly cross-prohibitive uh, because I wouldn't get a surgery, so we'd have to pay cash. You can use your insurance at the hospital, but yeah, yeah most of the surgeries are only like a couple thousand bucks. Dude, I'm just like, uh, right now we're just throwing the which again, I think we're We're opening up your mindset of I'm damaged goods. <laughs> um, Why don't you just be cash? Yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad we're circling back. Um, well, so for my board's patients, if I did that, I would have to waive everything, uh, or I'd have to waive it for them, just because I don't think a lot of them would come back if I was cash. Um, Charge them lower prices. I could try. I just don't know. Yeah. No, I definitely would. Um, I could try. Um, I find that, because um, I have, like, plenty of well-to-do patients who give up Medicare and then we get paid like $80 for their office visits. Um, a lot of doctors are going cash-based. It's way easier. Or at least like cash until the insurance takes in something. Yeah, then you, but then you have to check what the insurance rules are. If you've ever accepted cash within the last year and there are their retrospective, it's oh. like... It gets complicated. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. Because you can still bill like retrospectively? For some insurances. Some, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, I figured I probably cannot. I know with Medicare you can, but you obviously can't charge cash. Um, yeah. You know what's insane to me is like all the, I mean, granted the sacrifice I've made by staying in this group, which like everybody knows the saga of that, but the financial sacrifice I'm willing to do to literally sit for a test, there's not even a guarantee of passing that test. Most people pass that test, though. Yes. Odds yes, are, just be average and you'll pass the test. <laughs> yes, I mean, average I'm not really worried the, about average that Average passes but, um, boards. Yes. Um, but it's, like, amazing, right? When you, like, think of, when you talk about this out loud, you're like, so I'm willing to work for a doctor that sues everyone, or I'm willing to like work for free in a solo practice just so I can take boards. Like what other career does this? Yeah. Or like, it, it's like, it's so fun or interesting once you decide to open up your mind to the realm of possibilities. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. there's plenty of doctors who are practicing who aren't board certified. Now, maybe they can't get credentialed at a hospital, but there's plenty of doctors that don't need a hospital, right? Like, just our rich, just as an intellectual exercise of like, you realize you're choosing all of this. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be board certified. You don't have to practice at a hospital. You don't have to take insurance. You are in charge of your freaking life. You don't have to do any of it. That's all, it's all a game. Yeah, I guess if I 
wanted to join a group in a big city though you would have to be like actually I started looking for jobs very quickly after I started here um so I figured it was bad news and I actually had groups tell me hey we'll talk to you once you have your board yeah, so that's part of their game right like that, yeah. if, you, if you want that that's what you have to do yeah but it, it only to be like dude you're not First of all, you're never damaged goods. There's a you can do, you can sit at home naked from the waist down and and do telemedicine and not even be a like be an employee of a telemedicine company. Click all the boxes, take the check, go golfing. Like we we're just we limit ourselves so much to be like this is what I have to do, and it's like no, it's what you're yeah. choosing to do, which gives you a hell of a lot more power. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's what I'm trying to remind myself when I'm talking to all these like little shady places in town is that I'm coming with a practice. Like they're not necessarily doing me a favor. I'm bringing them all my business. Well, you you should be selling yourself like that then, and not saying you're damaged yes. goods. There's your attitude. Yes. I know. I have to just right? like. like dude, I've got this many. <laughs> years of practice in this town they will all want to follow me i've got tons of emails let me help you yeah um but i was actually surprised when one of the groups came back to me and said hey we think it's not a good time i was like all right well these are all my patients you're lost that's right yeah no like it it's this is this is stressful i don't want to downplay it like you have a lot of unknowns the board is not giving you clarity on dates that's stressful <clears throat> but at the end of the day you're choosing yeah. the the circus and then like if that's and i'm not saying don't get board certified i'm just saying like dude nice board that's blowing you around right but that's yeah. that's yeah. what we want that's what we need to get in the game we want to play. So let's focus on that. Right. Um, and then it comes down to solo versus shady guy or <laughs> um, obviously long-term, I need like a different long-term plan, which I am like actively working on. Um, there's like some good job options out there. It's, you know, having them look at my CV, uh, maybe with, the cover letter um because again it looks it looks like i've bounced around for like short periods of time but it's certainly not intentional on my part i'm tired of moving yeah totally looking for forever home. um yes trust does not want to be an orphan any longer right wants to be at a forever yeah. house totally yeah and I would just get clear um, on that and be like, I'm I'm very clear of what I want because of the experiences I've had. Mm -hmm. This is what I want. Yeah. What do you guys need? Can we, you know, do we have a want match? Okay. Right. And then also deciding like how much detail to go into in the cover letter. A little bit. You're happy to provide more information if they mm -hmm. request it. Oh, oh, so just put that in the cover letter, too. Sure. 
Because I mean, okay, you, you you might feel like you want to overshare to like make it your story and sound good, right? But like you explaining might actually be more of a red flag mm-hmm. than you being like, right? You know, it it whatever you're gonna say. It may have, I've had you know three excellent opportunities in X, Y, and Z, and for these reasons, I'm now looking for my forever home. Happy to provide more detail about my employment history as requested. Okay. Um, right, because the thing is, the story is so ridiculous. <laughs> that, they don't care. Um, they don't you care. You know, again, people oh. in town believe it because they have... Right. But, okay. like, they don't care. It's not their story. They need a surgeon. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. So if you were looking, like if you guys are looking for a new urologist, would you, I, I guess I'm trying to say like, would I say, hey, groups having some financial difficulties looking to leave or like, hey, groups totally shut down looking to, you know, I'm just debating even like that level of detail. Yeah. Um you know, loved my patients. We provided great care due to unforeseen circumstances. The the partners made a decision to close. Right. So mm, that, like, okay. it's not like, I like that. you know, yeah. we did great patient care here. N- no issue with that. Partners decided to close the business. Okay. Uh, I like that. Um, yeah, cause you know, when I was the, having these thoughts of like the damaged goods and whatever, I was like, you're not the one who closed anything. Like you continue to, over the summer, I was the only one generating any income, um, yeah. for the group. So I'm like, why do you feel, I'm like, cause I'm like, why do you feel sad and guilty and whatever? You literally had nothing to do with this. Yeah, totally. No. Yeah, I, I would just be. Okay. You know, get, get and then if they the... want more details, like uh... happy to provide it. Yeah. How much time? Because last have? night the one place I was talking. To... Yeah. Oh. <laughs> How do you want to hear the most ridiculous story ever? <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, Jess had said on one of the sessions, she's like, you know, when something keeps happening to someone. It's like, you know, the pianos just don't fall from the sky. So when it keeps happening, you're like, well, what are they doing that this keeps happening? But she's like, in this case, I think the pianos are actually just falling from the sky on their own. You're like, it's just the, it's just the town I live in. They're prone to pianos. Yeah. 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 I mean, I would um, just like, you know, wouldn't you, because your brain okay, tends like to like, you tend to like spin an indecision, right? Yeah. And like, yeah. Well, yeah. All these options and nothing's perfect, and this option. And let me, if I, yeah, is it possible if I analyze this more, it's going to be helpful, right? <laughs> like, let me keep doing, and then, like, to be like, let me get clear. What do I actually want? What do I want? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And let, really let that be your okay. guide. Okay. Um, I do like the cover letter. I mean, the facts are the facts, right? They closed the practice. So just like, 
overstating the facts of, hey, they close the practice, not like, well, I don't have a job. Right. And they, they, their business failed because of X, Y, and Z. And I think they should have done one, two, and three. Like, no, nobody cares. And it just makes you start yeah. sounding crazy. Right. Like, okay. Um, great, great. Yeah, and then if they care. want, yeah. Partners right. close the practice. Looking for forever, looking for whatever you're looking for, looking for a six month partnership where I can keep just bringing out, mm -hmm. right? So I can get my boards done and then see you later because it's cold here in the winter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's hilarious because like you read my mind on that last portion. Because um, I actually was somewhere, because you know, I was fine with like staying here. Um, but then I went somewhere warmer for Thanksgiving. Actually, I went back to where I used to live uh, for Thanksgiving. And I'm like, you know, you don't have to stay where you are. Like you can go somewhere else. I think, you know, I think what, I think this is just brains. Like when we're in that <laughs> cave, we don't see outside the cave and then you leave and you're like, oh, right. I forgot the world's big again. Yes. Like they pay well for surgeons. Yeah. Um, or the, I think for me, states. there's been so much chaos. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, I think part of it is there's been so much chaos in my life that I just want to stay somewhere and like not have a change that could potentially contribute to chaos. But I'm like, your two years in this practice were so chaotic. If you have left, like things may have been so different. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I would just keep like, okay. you know, there's um, so many okay. possibilities. And at, at the end of the day, what you want and what you choose, instead, you know, instead of like, let's see what the, it, uh, of like, what do you want? Boom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, I definitely want to take boards. That's important to me. Passboards. Um, but, but we'll rethink the massive sues everybody thing. Yeah. I've seen that play out. It's really ugly. Even with an ironclad contract? Oh, lawyers just want money no matter what. They'll fight anything. Okay, because like, I just, was like, just, well, maybe if I'll... I can just negotiate this. Well, in the besides the fact of what it's going to be like to work with that guy, every, you know, and I've just seen it too many times. The young surgeons are like, I, but he was nice to me. Everybody else was wrong. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now everybody, now everybody <laughs> else is right. Everybody else is right again. <laughs> yes. Yes. Here they are. Um, cause I, cause then I was like, well, maybe I could just negotiate a contract that's more favorable. But as I'm finding out, even now with my group, um, you could have a lawyer, you could have all the best intentions and they'll just be like one little line in there that absolves the senior partner from everything. <laughs> Oh, it's so like, you know, people who are like, well, we'll just fight the non-compete. And it's like, you want to fight a non-compete? Like, that's a, a very unpleasant. Yeah. Have fun. Like, lawyers are unpleasant. Yeah, it's also expensive. It's all um, Yeah. It's all of um, them. Yeah. Um, but okay, I think I will try this with the cover letter and with the discussion. Um, You know, also, I hadn't, obviously, I haven't, like, really interviewed in a couple of years and so I feel like you know I 
interview with groups in town, but they knew the situation. So the question was not, why are you looking to leave? So I think it just threw me off last night after not, you know, not having, I've been out of practice for a little bit. Yeah. It's okay. Don't make it mean anything. Yeah. I hope, I hope that he was tired and just didn't pay attention to that part. And they still look at my application because I do like the opportunities that they are, that they have. Totally. And you learned something. Yes. You're like, Um, I still believe in private practice, but if things are shady, you should think about that beforehand. (laughs) That's, that's very good. (laughs) Wisdom is only obtained one way, my friend. Yeah, it's funny because my sister's like, wait, you still are interested in private practice? And I was like, yes, I'm still interested in physician autonomy, but not from senior partners who claim they don't know anything when you're interviewing with them. Exactly. There are many different practice models. I am now all the wiser. Yes. Um, It would be really great, though, if I could stop being wise and I could just be left alone to live my life. We, We think we want that. I'm telling you, we think we want that. And then we're like, why am I all alone? Why is everybody leaving me all alone? It's like, cause you wanted that. Oh, but now I'm lonely. Yeah, it, it, I like, guess you want to drama. To- well, I, I mean, I think, you know, doctors are like, if I, if I just didn't have to deal with X, Y, and Z, this would be a great job. And it's like, yeah, but that thinking is like, it doesn't exist. Like this job literally has issues. Like literally does. And right. us wanting this like perfectionist ideology where it's just where it's just like second year med school, right? Like you just show up, you just help some people, you just go home. Mm-hmm. Of like, yeah, we paid a hundred thousand dollars a year for that life. <laughs> right. Like it's, I not, know. it's not really- I know, that's what I think about it. Once I stopped like I still don't love insurance. Don't get me wrong. But once I stopped being so pissed that they were so stupid, my life got better. Like, oh, it's Tuesday. Of course there's an insurance problem because on Tuesdays we have insurance problems in this job. Right? Like, Well, then the CEO of United is still the CEO of United. Exactly. Yeah. It's like we create our own misery by thinking it should be flawless. It's the, or thinking that it's flawless somewhere. Well, I also think it's, you know, it's like that arrival fallacy, right? Where you work so hard, you are like an indentured servant for so many years and you're like, finally freedom. And it's like, oh, you get freedom and responsibility and all the problems that come with that. Yeah, exactly. Um, No, no, it's, yeah, uh, it's just like. Totally. And the more you learn, the more you're like, I'm going to, I'm going to decide what upsets me. And people are like, well, why shouldn't insurance blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I stopped trying to change insurance logic years ago. Like I don't even engage in those conversations anymore. Like. Um, I like your thought. It was like during a book club where you're like, I just want peace. <laughs> so I try to tell myself that I'm like, I just want peace. Right. I'm sure I stole that yeah. from the Buddha or Eckhart Tolle or somebody much smarter than me. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. I'm going to say it's from Kelly Casperson. So, <laughs> yes. Um, any thoughts with this situation on like how to approach mentors? Because it's like 
the third year in a row I've approached them with some problem. And now, like, the same mentors who are like, oh, we think you should stay so you can take your boards, blah, 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 do your group later, are now saying, oh, we can't help you, too bad. Um, and I'm like, wait a minute, you help me all the other times, what's happening now? Hmm. So you're going to try not to let that, like, damage good things spin out of control. But then when, like, people who helped you and, like, gave you this advice are kind of, like, backing off, it's like, oh, I know this is a bad situation. But, again, not one that I have caused. Yeah, I mean, it's so interesting, right? Because it's, like, we want the advice of wiser, experienced people. But at the same time, like, they don't know what's best for you. Right. Because they're not living your life. I'm not. Yeah. Well, and also, I don't blame anybody for, like, the decision, you know, because multiple yeah. of them told me last winter, just stay, take your board, deal with it later. And I chose, and I thought that was good advice. And, you know, no one could have predicted what happened later. I think it's just a little frustrating when previously they've tried to help me with the board that now they're like, oh, you're all on your own. We can't talk to anybody. And I said, you know, um, people have had exceptions made when they have advocates. So why is it, again, I know the situation's crazy, but why is it like a hot potato now? No one wants to advocate. Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. And it might just yeah. be like, you know, you're, you're in a situation they don't know what to do. I, Probably. Not... I think nobody knows what to do. Even the board doesn't know what to do. I think the director of the board thinks I'm making this up. <laughs> Well, if everybody would just have one job for the rest of their lives, that would make the boards happier, right? But the yeah, but that's not the real world. That's not medicine in 2023, right? And it's like the boards created their rules when people took one job until they died. Just saying, maybe and that's board, what I said. I said the, the world is so different now. Yeah, like maybe the boards need to be a little more flexible on how medicine dude there's people coming out of residency going straight into locums because they don't want to tie hmm. themselves to any of this craziness that's happening and like i wouldn't have believed it, it had oh, actually, had I have a like, like there's like an article on it legitimately like these doctors are just doing locums they want the lifestyle they want to be off when they're off and it's like how does the board mm -hmm. deal with those people for our boards, you can't take you can't take the boards like that. Well, yeah, um, I have heard more flexibility with other boards, and I wish my board was like that. Yeah, <laughs> totally. And but you know that's that's what we can't change. What you can change is be like right. my goal is to get board certified, so I'm going to lock yeah. in whatever that means a, a long term mm -hmm. locums, a six month assignment a forever deal in Sarasota, who knows? Yeah, something. Something. Okay, well, definitely not as damaged goods though. No, you're not damaged goods. And you you actually have yeah. lots of options, but not in an indecision sort of way, in a like, yeah. think outside the box and, this, and solutions will start coming to you. Mm-hmm. And what I tell myself is it's just short term, right? Like, well, I'm going to do some, else for the long term uh that's fine but just pick something for short term do it and then move on yeah well if five years from now when you got board certified back in 2024 like 
it's just a drop in the water of your life. But we just need to be clear on like, right now you want to get board certified. That means locking something in right now. Yes. Board certified, keep my patients so I can follow them um, and then do whatever needs to be done after. Totally. So. Awesome, my friend. Okay. Well, thanks, Kelly. You got this. Nice talking to you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Nice talking Bye. to you too. Bye-bye.